Gentlemen, welcome back to the St. Ambrose University Sports Show on KLA HD2 106.1 Schistel Speak Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Schistel. Today is February 2nd, 2023, and it was a very nice day earlier in Davenport, Iowa, and on the campus of St. Ambrose University. But as that sun went down, it has definitely chilled. Still reads 18 degrees, but it feels much colder. In the single digits, sometimes hitting the negatives. Uh, it should be a great episode this evening as sports at St. Ambrose have kept their role going. And we even have a few new sports making their season debuts in the coming days. So the first sport I will be talking about to kick off this evening's episode is women's basketball. The women's basketball team comes into tonight's episode with an overall record of 15 wins and 8 losses with a conference record of 11-5. and five. Most recently for the Bees, they faced off against St. Xavier University yesterday, February 1st, in which it was a 79-70 loss at home. In the game against the Cougars of St. Xavier, the leading scorer of the day was Anna Plummer. Plummer had 24 points as well as 7 rebounds and 5 assists. Abby Walter added on 12 points for the starting 5, racking up 4 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. Janie Prestigard kept her hot season going with 18 points and 12 rebounds on the day. She also had a steal and 1 turnover. It was really the foul trouble that got in the B's way though, as both or I'm sorry, as Abby Walter was the lone B to foul out of the game. And that foul out came late in the game, but it was right when the Cougars had gotten on a bit of a run and the Bees just couldn't really slow anything down. Walter was a great player for the Bees yesterday. And it was just kind of a devastating blow to lose Abby Walter in this game. Um, you did have players like Caitlin Thole in the starting uh, lineup who put up nine points. And then Ali Gobert, who put up seven off the bench for the Bees. But it wasn't the best shooting day as the Bees only shot 48% from the field, 46% from beyond the arc, and only 63% from the charity stripe. And that's what really, I think, killed the Bees. They went 14 for 22 of the day. And if you add on those eight points, sure, the Bees are still down by one, but I think they hit a little bit of a roll and they stay hot on some of the streaks that they had in the game. Aliana Darrell was the leading scorer for the Cougars of St. Xavier, putting up 19 points in this game. She also had four rebounds and seven assists. And Darrell was a player that the Queen Bees just were not able to keep off the court. And like every time that Darrell had the ball in her hands, she became an immediate threat for the St. Ambrose defense. So outside of the game against St. Xavier on Saturday, the Bees faced off against Calumet, Indiana in Whiting, Indiana, in which it was an 88-45 victory for the Bees. 
in that game against Calumet. It was just an overall amazing effort by the Queen Bees as they really they won every quarter of play except the fourth quarter in which both teams tied with 15 points. In this game, Abby Walter put up 16, Janie Prestigard 11, Caitlin Thole 10, Caitlin Brunson 7, and Anna Plummer 5. So all starting five for this woman's team get things going. And even on the bench, uh, Erica Bostwick had 11 points, Olivia Harder had 7, Ellie Gobert had 6, and then players like Ellie Hullabar, Caitlin, Caroline Cool, pardon me, and Haley Kozilek all pitched in with scoring efforts in this game as well. So the Bees have a big blowout win, then they lose a tight one at home. Their next game will be this Saturday, February 4th at 1 o'clock p.m. It is Senior Day at Lee Loman Arena, where the Bees will face off against the Judson University Eagles. Just like the women's team, the men's basketball team recently played Calumet, Indiana on Saturday. The Bees dropped this game 79-63 from Indiana. The leading scorers of the day were both coming off the bench. Andrew Morrissey had 21 points off the bench, and Ignacio DeCunda had 14 off the bench. The leading scorers in this game... From the starting five were Jake Friel and Grant Mason, who both put up seven points. Kieran Farrell added five. Nathan Moeller added five. And then Max Steiner wrapped up the starting five with zero points. So outside of that game against Calumet, the Bees squared off against St. Xavier yesterday, just like the women's team, in which it was a 75-66 loss. In this game against the Cougars, it was kind of a heartbreaker because the Cougars are right there in the conference standing. The Bees are in second to last, at least they were last night. And this was a game that going into halftime, the Bees were down 36-34, to but you had the sense that the Bees had the momentum going on their side regardless of the fact that they were trailing. And a lot of people thought that, you know, it was going to result in a Bees win. But just like in the women's game, it was a late surge by the Cougars that put them out ahead, and the Bees just couldn't climb back. In this game, the leading scorer was Will Spriggs with 14 points off of the bench. Grant Mason had 11. Both Jake Freel and Kieran Farrell had 8. Andrew Morrissey had 9. And Nathan Moeller had 3 in the starting 5. So this men's team has definitely had their struggles this season, and they continue as the Bees are now on an 8-game losing streak when it comes to men's basketball, their overall record is three wins and 16 losses with a conference record of two wins and 13 losses. The Bees are officially 3-7 and seven at home and 0-9 on the road, and they look to improve that just a little bit as they, like the women's team, take on the Judson University Eagles this Saturday, February 4th. This game will be at 3 o'clock p.m. Now, this is the senior day for women's basketball, it says, on the athletics website, but it is not senior day for the men's team. Um, KALA will be live on the call for both of these games. Coverage will probably start just before 1 o'clock for the women's team's tip-off. Uh, it will be myself and I believe David Meyer live from Lee Loman Arena, just like we were yesterday. You can listen to those games both live here on KALA HD2 106.1. Uh, they should be two very good games as the Bees men's team definitely needs a win, and the women's team just looks to bounce back 
and add one more one to their schedule as the women's team is kind of one of those bubble teams for making the conference tournament or not. So these last stretches of games, especially for this women's team, will be oh so important. It doesn't look like the men's team will really have any shot of making the conference tournament unless a few teams you know, lose out or only win one to two games and the Bs win out. So it's going to be a struggle for this men's team, but I'd like to see them at least climb back, maybe hit a winning streak and make this record look not as bleak to close out the season. The next sport I have to go over will be the men's volleyball team. The men's volleyball season recently got underway. Just last Thursday was their first match of the season. The Bees are 2-2 two two overall when it comes to men's volleyball, but they are 2-0 and in the conference. The Bees kicked off their season with a win three games to two in La Crosse, Wisconsin against Viterbo. Then the Bees took on Mount Mercy on the road on Friday, January 27th, losing all three games in Cedar Rapids. Just the next day, January 28th, the Bees took on Mount Mercy again, this time from Lee Loman Arena here in Davenport. In that match, the Bees once again got swept by Mount Mercy 3-0. So the Bees go to 1-2 and on the year, and then they faced off against the Trinity International Trojans this past Tuesday, January 31st, at the Lee Loman Arena. In the first game of the match, the Bees won 25-10, a nice blowout win. The second game of the match was a bit closer, but it was still a 25-19 victory for the Bees. Then in the third and what would be final game of the men's volleyball match from this past Tuesday, the Bees won 25-16. When it came down to it all, the Bees just had an absolutely great game. Uh, their percentages in the first and third sets were both above 400 when it came to all of you know the team statistics. And even the second game of the match that the Bees still won, they were just below 300 when it came to team stats. But it was just a nice overall effort as the Bees go to 500 on the year. And they look to, you know, keep up this winning ways as... And really, one thing that I think the Bees have been really good at to start out this season has been getting kills. As in the game against Trinity International, the Bees racked up 36 kills in these matches. The Bees went 9 kills, 12 kills, and 15 kills against Trinity International. And I think the kills will definitely be able to, you know, keep improving their record if they can keep up a number as high as that. And they look to keep up their winning ways tonight. The Bees will face off against Judson in Elgin, Illinois at the Lindner Fitness Center at 7 o'clock p.m. Again, they are playing Judson University. After this game, the Bees will be taking on Quincy University at the Pepsi Arena in Quincy, Illinois. That will be played this Friday at 2 o'clock p.m. Then, the final game before next week's episode of Schistel Speak Sports, the men's volleyball team will be taking on Cardinal Stritch, Wisconsin at Lee Loman Arena here in Davenport. That will be played on February 7th, so next Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. So, when it comes down to it, I think that both the men's volleyball team and women's basketball teams can really have good seasons. I mean, obviously, the women's team 
is slowly coming to the end of their regular season, whereas the men's volleyball team is just getting underway. But it's one of those things that, you know, I think the women's team can definitely have a good chance at making the conference tournament. And I just think this men's team for volleyball needs to string a few things together, and they could really have a dangerous season when it comes to the conference tournament. Um, As many of you may remember, in the fall semester, the women's volleyball team went to the national tournament, the men's team looking to follow up and put SAU Volleyball back on the map for both men's and women's. And then finally, for this this men's basketball team, I mean, the season has just been so bleak, it's going to be hard to have any sort of turnaround to close out the season, but I'd really like to see them try as, you know, it just seems like one of those things that the head coach, Ray Shevlin, who's been here for 40 years now, he's not just going to fold over and he's going to make sure his guys don't just fold over because a lot of the losses that this men's team have, they've been right there. They just haven't been able to close the book on their opponents. So it'll be interesting to see. And that's going to do it for the first half of Schistel Speak Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Schistel. Coming up after this short halftime break, I'll be back to talk about the track and field teams, lacrosse, and then the up-and-coming baseball seasons for both baseball and softball here at St. Ambrose. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Schistel Speak Sports on KLA HD2 106.1, your exclusive home for St. Ambrose sports on the air. In the early hours after the tsunamis, it was ham radio that was on the air saving lives. When Florida was ripped by hurricanes, the hams were there. In the critical moments after the attack of 9-11, it was the hams who coordinated emergency messages. Can you hear us now? Ham radio works when other communications don't. To learn how you can become a ham radio operator, call the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, at 1-800-326-3942. A public service message from your community radio station, KALA Davenport, and the St. Ambrose University Amateur Radio Club, K0SAU. Hey, Jack, you got a sec? Yeah, sure, come on in. Yeah, I was wondering if you... Jack, your hair's on fire. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I just need to finish this sales report, and then I'll probably, I don't know, let me lie down for a bit. But I'm I'm sure it'll go away. But the flames are getting bigger. Shouldn't I... Your hair, there's so much fire. No, 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 I'll be fine. What can I help you with? Oh, dear. Well, at least we know the sprinkler system works. You wouldn't ignore this. So why ignore the signs of a stroke? If you or someone you know suddenly experiences numbness of the face, arm, or leg, or sudden trouble speaking, seeing, or walking, don't wait to get help. Call 911 right away, because time lost is brain lost. To find out more, visit www.strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE. This message brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. I did it for my niece. Ashley was eight when my sister was arrested for drugs. Being separated from her mom was hard enough. I didn't want Ashley to have to live with the whole new family, too. So I decided to step up. I became a foster parent. Knowing I could help my niece succeed, that's the reason I did it. What would be your reason for doing foster care? Find out how you can make a difference and call Iowa Kids Net at 800-243-0756 or visit iowakidsnet.com. I feel like we've always known each other. Me too. And we just met online. So listen, why do we meet? Maybe at the mall. Saturday afternoon, do a little shopping, a little chilling, and let's wear all pink so we recognize each other. 
McGruff the crime dog here. Kids don't always know that predators surf the internet looking for young victims. Be your kid's safety net on the internet. Visit McGruff.org. An important announcement from the U.S. Department of Justice, the Crime Prevention Coalition of America, and the National Crime Prevention Council. Expecting a baby? Both of you can get off to a healthy start with Iowa's WIC program, a free nutrition, counseling, and education program that benefits women, infants, and children. From breastfeeding advice to free formula, juices and milk to immunization information, you may qualify for a helping hand from WIC, Iowa's Women, Infants, and Children's Nutrition Program. Call WIC at 1-800-532-1579. Sponsored by WIC and the Iowa Department of Public Health. Aired by the Iowa Broadcasters Association and this station. Here we come, come with me. There's a world out there that we should see. Take my hand, close your eyes. With you right here, I'm Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Ryan Schistel, live from the studios of KLA HD2 106.1 here on the campus of St. Ambrose University. This is the second half of tonight's episode of Schistel Speak Sports, your St. Ambrose University sports talk show. It was basketball and volleyball talk in the first half, so let's talk SAU track and field mixed in with, mixed in with some lacrosse, baseball, and softball. Starting off with the men's track and field team, the Bees competed in the Fighting Bee Invite at the WRC or Wellness and Recreation Center for a home meet. The Bees men's team took second of 12 when it came down to the official team points, and it was just yet another great event for this track and field team in the men's category as they have they've been on a hot season so far as you know they've they've won a lot they've came in second a lot I mean the worst that they've done has been second place so you know normally when you hear that you think of lots of success when it comes down to it in the men's track and field category and this is a team that I think will do a great job in conference and down at nationals as I am more so keeping up with the throwing team as I've got a lot of friends on both the men's and women's team. And, you know, just talking about it right now and looking back on it, it's been just such strong seasons already. The Bees have had a lot of national qualifiers in Anna Miller, Alex Seifert, uh, Peyton Woods. You got Jonah Wilson and Mick Shalonis, um, and I'm sure they'll have even more when it's all said and done because it has just been such a great season for the throwing team. But even the track team and the rest of the field events have been so good for this men's team that I think that they could definitely have a few wins in there. Uh, last Saturday, the Bees women's team for track and field also competed in the Fighting Bee Invite. 
And in this one, the women's team took first out of the 12 teams who competed. And just like the men's team, the women's team has been incredibly strong this year. Uh, it's been plastered on SAU's, you know, um, on SAU's athletics pages all over social media, on the website for SAU. And it's just been, it's been such a good season so far as the men's throw squad is currently ranked number one in NAIA event squad rankings uh, for the men's indoor track and field teams for shot put made up of Mick Shalonis, Jonah Wilson, Alex Seifert, and Kyle Yule. Uh, even Bryce Preacher, who currently is just battling injury right now, but it's just been such a good throw squad that there are numerous articles that people can go and read about the throwing team and the track team. So it'll be very interesting to see how both the men's and women's track teams and do this year, this weekend, pardon me, in the Bearcat Invite in Maryville, Missouri. Uh, it is a D2 event, or a, I should say a D2 meet at Northwest Missouri State. I know some of the team left today, and I know the rest of the team leaves at about 6 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. There are events happening tomorrow and Saturday throughout the whole day. So it'll be interesting to see. It's a nice road trip, a nice road trip, pardon me, a nice little hotel getaway, I guess you could also say, for all of the athletes as this will be their first time traveling in this whole season. So it'll it'll be a nice little getaway for them. Um, I know a lot of people are excited to go and just compete at such a high level when it comes to D2. So it'll be interesting to see. Good luck to the men's and women's teams in the track and field seasons going forward, but also just, you know, now and coming up to what's going on with everything in their season as conference draws ever near. The Bees will have the SAU tune-up on Friday, the 10th of February here in Davenport. But then on Friday the 17th and Saturday the 18th, the Bees will be competing in the CCAC Indoor Championships, so conference, uh, that will be hosted by St. Ambrose. And then on March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, it is the NAIA National Indoor Championships from South Dakota. Outside of that, in April, it will be the start of outdoor season where there will be a little bit more traveling, but not much as it looks like it's going to be all pretty close to home. Uh, a few road trips, but most of them are just to, you know, we see Rock Island, Des Moines, uh, you got Indianola. Uh, outside of that, though, it's, you know, you got Joliet, Marion, Indiana, so not too, too far that the track and field teams will have to travel. I know I really didn't uh, bring this up to come back from the commercial break, but I would like to give a shout-out to the cheer and dance teams here at St. Ambrose as the Bees dance team took first place in the Viking Classic in Des Moines, Iowa, and then they also took first place in the Grandview Invitational recently. So this dance team at St. Ambrose is one of the best around, um, and they're kind of known for having that reputation. So it was just a very nice effort by them, and also the competitive cheer team took first in both of those events as well. So 
strong starts to the competitive season for the cheer and dance teams. They put on halftime performances during the basketball games and football games, but you know, I myself get to watch a lot more of it during the basketball games just because, you know, there's less of a break for me to really get up and stretch my legs than there are at the football games. So I will say it's a very competitive team, but it is a very skilled team, and I am very excited to see how they go going forward in their seasons. So the men's lacrosse team, uh, they are they're going to get underway soon, and for really both of the men's and women's lacrosse enthusiasts out there, the wait is almost over. In just eight days, the St. Ambrose men's lacrosse team will have their first game. In that first game, the Bees will take on Reinhardt at Cumberland's University on February 10th at 1 o'clock p.m. And then for the women's team, they have to wait 22 more days to take on Midland here at the St. Vincent's Athletic Complex just a few blocks away at 4 o'clock p.m. Again, that's February 24th. And both of these teams had such strong seasons last year. I'll have more on their seasons in next week's episode as it'll be right about the time for both teams to get underway. Now, it is incredibly hard to believe. I didn't even realize that these next sports will be starting their seasons already, but the baseball and softball seasons are already upon us at St. Ambrose. The baseball team, which finished 33-14 and overall last year, will get the bats swinging this weekend. The team actually has a four-game set against Ottawa in Ottawa, Kansas, this Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be back-to-back doubleheaders to start out the season for the men's baseball team here against Ottawa at Alumni Park. On Saturday, the games will be played at noon and 3 o'clock p.m., and then it will be the same for Sunday, noon and 3 o'clock p.m. After those four games, the Bees will take on Taylor University at the Grizzly Baseball Complex in Lawrenceville, Georgia, in which the Bees will be in Georgia for quite some time. They'll have a four-game set in Georgia against both Taylor and Georgia Gwinnett, and then the Bees will go back to Kansas to take on Benedictine, and then a few more, you know, just different games. The Bees will not have a home game, though, actually, you know, at their home ballpark of Modern Woodman until March 14th against Olivet Nazarene. So they got a while to go on the road before they can come home. But this baseball team should have a very strong season. And speaking of strong seasons, I would expect the softball team to have one as well. Last year, the softball team went 27-17 and overall. And they had a strong start to the season. They just weren't able to get much success going in the conference tournament last year. But just like this men's team, their season gets underway pretty soon. Now, they won't be competing this weekend, but they will be competing uh, the following weekend, February 11th and February 12th, as they'll have a four-game set against Graceland at the Ambrose Dome here in Davenport. A few minutes away from campus, uh, indoor game, uh, which you know would be expected here in Iowa. I myself am hoping that we can get a few baseball and softball games in on the radio. Just as many of you know, this Midwest weather in the spring can be so goofy. Where you know last year we had like five straight games that we wanted to do rained out or just canceled due to too cold of weather or so- anything like that. Uh, we only got one baseball game on the air, none softball last year, so. 
definitely going to hopefully get the chance to bring a few more games back on the air unlike last year. And I am excited because baseball is one of my favorite sports I've ever played. Uh, it was always pretty fun watching my little sister play softball. My mom was her coach for just so many years that I kind of got brought along on that. Um, but it was fun. I got to do a lot of the scorebook and stuff like that, which I always found pretty amusing. So it should be fun. Uh, two of my favorite sports. It's a good summertime sport to get going. And as early as it may seem, it's, it is just about that time for college baseball and college softball to get underway. That's going to do it for Schistel Speaks Sports. I'm excited to be back on the air. I know I said that last week as well, but I still am. I'm very excited. Uh, I was kind of nervous last week. I feel like I kind of got the groove of things this week. Just, you know, I, I have a little script that I follow, but it's more so just kind of going on by myself, and I kind of s- switched up the script. So apologies for any, uh, you know, stumbling over the words as I was just trying to get it all going in my head. This episode and past episodes of Schistel Speak Sports can be found on different streaming services like Spotify. Just look up Schistel Speak Sports on KALA, on KALA.com, or Schistel Speak Sports on, you know, Spotify. Uh, Schistel is spelled S-C-H-I-E-S-T-E-L. Again, that's S-C-H-I-E-S-T-E-L, Speak Sports. Thank you for tuning in. I'll be back on the air next Thursday. This has been Schistel Speaks Sports, and I'm your host, Ryan Schistel. As always, go be. Your station for St. Ambrose University Sports, KALA Davenport Quad Cities. 